Now we're going to start a new mimer today, um, which is the, we'll do the first ice of the mimer libaftini achaisikala. Um, and so the mimer, the, the pasik means libaftini achaisikala, that you captured my heart, my sister, my, my kala, my bride. Libaftini ba'achas He says it ba'achad ksiv, it says that it says the word is echad, one, but we read achas, the one is male, but we read it in the feminine. You, you, you've captured my heart with one of your eyes. With one of your eyes. <clears throat> one glance of your eyes, one, one of your eyes. And then it continues. From one of your um, um, uh, clasps, from one of the coils of your uh, necklace. So we, we see, the, so the altar begins, in the Amr Azal, that the rabbi said, that the Jewish people, that they sustain the Father in heaven. And the idea is, it says, that we should bring a sacrifice, carbon ilachmi, the Ishai, that the sacrifice is like a bread. That the kabbanis that we bring, um, fat and blood from the animals, called a level of bread by the Abishter, and this is a wondrous thing. But we know that there's three partners in a man. And so, in the same way, there is an animal. Only that in a man, the Abishter puts in him a neshama. Which means that the neshama that's given is a part of God from above. And the animal soul is not only from the uh, uh, face of the ox that's in the chariot of God. And through the carbon, through the sacrifice, it ascends the life force of the soul of the animal. And it gets enclosed, it gets, it gets infused in its source in the holy angels. And the angels there, they lift up the, the throne of God, which on the throne of God, there is, so to speak, this form that's looking in the, in the, in the image of man. And they all ascend and they raise themselves and they elevate themselves through this sacrifice in one height after another height until the highest of all heights, until the light of the Ainsa Baruch Hu Mamash. So that what? At that point, there becomes a good smell that comes before Hashem, but the word Nechayach is also from the term of descending a level, which that is that it draws down from then, from the above to below, that there should be a new creation, so to speak, in the name of God, of Yudke Vavke, which refers to the name of creation. In other words, creation happens and revelation happens through the name of Yudke Vavke. There's a new revelation through this name, which as the name is first the Yud, which is a contraction, and then a He, which is the, 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 the Spastros, is spreading out, and then it continues, um, he says Chule, but it means the Vav that draws down, and the He is a new spreading out, and that is that even down here, there should be the revelation of light of Hashem. And that's who, the, who this happens through. This happens through the Kayan who he brings this sacrifice. He is the man of kindness, which he uh, um, elevates the animal soul of the an, of the of the of the animal on, through the mizbeach or on the mizbeach to get infused within its source. And these holy angels that are in the chariot of God, and from there, as we said, ascends higher and higher through the higher Kayanim, the Kayan Elyon, the supernal Kayan, which is the level of the Chesed Elyon, the supernal kindness. And he says that there is kindness and there's other kindness. In other words. There's another kindness called Rav Chesed, the great kindness, which is a kindness all the way in the level of the 13 attributes of mercy. Until, in other words, the highest, this life force of the animal, goes all the way back in the light of the ancient Baruch Hu itself, that there should be able to be this new smell that draws down a new uh, sustenance for this world. And therefore the sacrifice are called with the name Lechem, bread. Just like a bread on this, which upon it a man lives. So too, it has to, in other words, Alemashah, for example, that it has to be totally digested until the blood then turns back into um, a, a blood and flesh within you, and through that you get a life 
and, and, and it draws out the life of your soul in the body, the same way there's also this life force that comes up from this sacrifice and ascends and it comes one into the inside Baruch Hu. And through that, it causes our whole salvation that what it means, that it draws down a new life and a new light of Hashem down here to this world. And so therefore, this is what we speak about and talk about in many of these Maimarim, that this is the idea of connecting body and soul, connecting heaven and earth, or God and earth is a level of sustenance, which is considered the idea of bread or the idea of of uh, a sustainment which happens through bread. He said, now that Rabbi said that Tfilis davening was con- it was instituted in connection to the sacrifice. And the idea is that even in the man himself, there's also an animal soul, which it sources from these ad- angels that are in the Merkava, in, this, in, the, in the chariot of God, and that it has descended and enclosed itself within the physical body. And you have, to, you have to elevate it to its source, and from there, higher and higher. And this ascension is through Shema and its blessings, through thinking into what it says in the blessing of Yitzhar Ur, in other words, one who forms light, how God is one Mamesh, he's too, he is absolutely one. He is physically one, and there's nothing other than him because all is considered like not before him, and there's nothing compar- comparable to him, even like the, compar- the, 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 the comparison of one drop of the entire oceans is not even comparable to God. In other words, he's even more distant than a drop. A drop to the oceans doesn't give a proper explanation as to the distance between the world and God. And if so, your soul should be totally thirsting with a great thirst and, 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 and to, 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 to cleave to Hashem in the Ein Baruch Hu Mamash. Until which point, until the point that your soul wants to go out of its sheath, out of its body, in other words, the imprisonment of the body, as it says, who is for me in heaven and other than you, I have nothing that I want here on earth. And the word here is chafatzti. And the word chafatzti, he explains that there's two levels in the level of want. There's ratzain, which is usually called want or desire. And there's bechinas chafetz, which is a much deeper desire. And she says, the difference between them is that ratzain want is even when somebody is forcing you to do something, but you, uh, your, your want agrees to do it, even with a little bit of agreement, like it says somebody's forced to do a mitzvah until he says, I'm going to do it. I agree to do it. It's also called he desires, he wants. On the other hand, when we use the words chafetz, chafetz is a deeper desire. It's an inner desire, an inner want, which is the inner point of his heart, that there is where the pleasure resides, that you have a pleasure from that thing that you want and you desire. And therefore, your whole desire and want and everything you're trying and all your energy and everything, uh, the, the, the whole effort you're putting in of your face, is everything is being just for that thing. Because that is what he's craving for, and that's what he wants, and that is the only way that he'll want and get his pleasure. And that's where it says, that Other than you, there's nothing that I have the chafetz, the inner pleasure, the inner desire for you on land. That means I have no chafetz, I have no inner pleasure or true pleasure in the things of the physical world. Only I have a forced want, that by, I said by force you live. You're forced to be in this world. But I don't have a chafetz, I don't have a, 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 a inner happy desire for this. With only for what? Yimchav, for you. Because with you is a source of all life and the source of all pleasures. And there is my entire desire, my entire uh, um, um, effort to have the pleasure of Hashem. And look in this difference of chafetz and nuts in the Maimra and Yishena, and in the Maimra Yetzel Ammon, and the Mas of the Rosh Hashanah And we could say that this level is the idea of the k'tores, the incense, asari, uh, this idea of which is the burning of the fats that were in the sacrifice that were done through the night. 
that the that the that the fat that comes from this pleasure, in other words, the the with the, the this burning, that itself is this idea of this pleasure that happens. And look at what and I'm Shirim Apasek Lusasi. This week we're doing Daf Chavches, and we're doing the end of the beer on the second center of And we're starting with the end of Chav Zayin Amadalad on the bottom. And we're starting Bir Inyan Belachmu Belachmi. The understanding of this idea of bringing together um, your bread with my bread, meaning our bread with the Abishah's bread. So it brings down that the two breads, the Shteya Lechem, which is brought on Shvuas, but also mentioned here, Lachmu and Lachmi, are Torah Shabiksav, the written Torah and Torah Shabbat and the oral Torah. And this is also the idea of Lachmu and Lachmi. He says, because Lachmu is a plural term, and which refers to the oral Torah. Lachmi, which is a singular term, is refers to Torah Shabiksav. And he says, because Torah Shabbat its main thing is to understand and to grasp the din and the halacha, that if you say halacha and you don't understand what you're saying, it's not considered any type of learning. And being that that's a way of understanding, every person understands in his own way, in his own level. And therefore it's called lachmu, which is a plural term. That every person has his own part and portion according to his understanding and ability to grasp, and therefore it's called a public domain. Then there's Torah Sav, the written Torah, which is called lachmi, which is a singular term. Because the main Torah Sav. Written Torah is what's written in the form of a letter as the letter is. That is what it hints to above. But the intellectual grasp that a person has, a person cannot grasp at all because it's higher than intellect. As we say, wise, but not in their own wisdom. And therefore, it's called Torah Shibik Sav. It's not dependent on knowledge. And even Amaretz, a, 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 single, a simpleton, if he says a pasuk without un- any knowledge whatsoever, he's called one who is involved in Torah Shibik Sav. And therefore, every Amaretz, Makes a blessing on the blessings of the Torah in the morning before he says the Psukim, and also when he gets an Aliyah for a Sefer Torah. And therefore, the things that are written, it says in Halacha and the Gemara, that those things which are written are not allowed to, with Varm Shabiksav, things that are written, Torah that's written is not allowed to be set up by heart, and things that are by heart, the oral Torah is not allowed to be written down. Why? Because in truth, you can't bring it down, you can't bring the written Torah into intellect, into knowledge. And the same way, also the other way, the oral Torah, you're not allowed to say it. Um, from the writing, because um, because they are a level of knowledge, and that which is written is higher than knowledge, and therefore it's called the written Torah. That's why it's called Lachmi in a singular term, because you can't say divisions of levels, uh, everyone according to his own understanding, because in truth, it is higher totally than any understanding. And the simple understanding is only considered a garment of the Torah in comparison to its inner hints of the letters as it's explained in Pasha's Bracha, in the, in the Mimer, Teret Siva. Another reason why Teret Shabbat the oral Torah, is called Lachmu, in a plural term, because it explains the Yigarsa Kodesh and Maskilim Yaziru, that there it says that when the Malchus of Atzillus goes down and closes itself within the clip of Noiga, in, other, in, in order to refine the sparks that have fallen through the breaking of the vessels of Toyu. Then also Malchus of Atzillus is called by the name of Eitz of good and bad, in comparison to the Zah of Atzillus, which is doesn't descend, and therefore it's called the Eitzachayim. So he says, we know that the main uh, plural domain, um, the, the mountains of separation, is in this breaking down of the vessels of Tayu. And therefore the Malchus, uh, which is the level of Tayu Shabbat 
as we say, Malchus Krinola, when it goes down to in order to refine the sparks, is also called in a plural term, just like it's called Eitzadas. And that's the idea we said, Rav Shia, which we say every Rav is from Bavel, which Bavel is already a place, Shibilbula, it's a place of confusion, it's a lower level than Eretz Yisrael. Yisrael would refer to something in Atzilis. So we say, there we have Rav, Rav is a multitude. And on the other hand, which is a level of Zoda Atzilis, it does not descend, and therefore it's called Lachmi in a singular term. And now we can understand why these two Torahs, Torah Shibiksav and Torah Shibapah, are called Lechem. Even though we explain in other places that the Torah Shibapah is connected to the word Lachmu, which is plural, and Torah Shibiksav to the singular Lachmi, yet still, why should it be hinted to this idea of the written and oral Torah in a level of bread? Torah is called many names, whether it's called bread or whether it's called wine or oil, and why is it hinted to specifically in the level of bread? And it's true that we could say the reason isn't the simple reason because bread refers to the revealed part of Torah, which in the part in the revealed part of Torah, you could say there's these two levels of lachmuv and lachmi. But the truth is another reason. We could say a deeper reason because explained in other places in Parshat B'Shalach and the idea of the lechem mission that we have on Shabbos, which a lechem mission, a double bread, is connected to two levels of bread. What are the two levels of bread? Bread of the earth and bread of the heaven, which is the man. And connected to these two breads is where we have the first two blessings of the bracha samazon, of the grace after meals, the bracha of the bread, the bracha of azon, which is of being satiated, and then the second blessing, which is the blessing of the earth. <clears throat> because he says, the level of lechem in aretz, what does it mean lechem in aretz, bread from the ground? Because the ground is the level of ban. And bread from the ground, that is the refinement of toyu that gets refined through the malchus that goes and descends, uh, which is the name ban, into the lower worlds to refine it. So that's the level of lechemina aretz. On the other hand, the bread of the heaven, that descended in the merit of Moshe, which is, Moshe is the name ma, which is a higher level, is a level of godliness, or yutke vafke, as it's expressed in the revelation in Zah. On the other hand, the level of ban is the revelation of God's name yutke vafke, as it is uh, um, uh, revealed through Malchus. Now, this is the reason why the, the bracha of Azan, which is about being satiated, is from, was instituted by Moshe, which has connected to the bread of the heaven. On the other hand, the bracha of the earth, which was Naidalacha, I'll acknowledge to you, that's connected to the lechem, the bread of the earth. Because we know there's a level of bracha blessing, there's a level of haidah, acknowledgement. Which these are the two levels of the supernal unity and lower unity. As you can see there at the Mimer at length. So he says, Teresh B'Ksav and Teresh are also called heaven and earth. We find the Mimer Shemaim Kisi in the beginning of Teresh or in other places. And in other words, Teresh B'Ksav is Shemaim, heaven, and Teresh is Aretz, earth. And therefore, they are this, these are the same two levels of Lechem. A Teresh is a level of Malchus that, it, that, it, that it descends and enclosed itself within the eclipse of Noiga to refine the sparks that fell with the breaking of the vessels of Tayyip. And that's called the bread of the earth. And that is the word Lachmu in a ter- plural term. On the other hand, the written Torah, which that is a level of Zah, doesn't descend into the lower worlds, and therefore it's called bread from the heavens, Lachmi in a singular term. And it's also explained better. And we'll understand this even more from what it says in Pashmashpatim, where it says in the Pasik, Kamaise Livna Sasaper, like the making of a bright, um, um, a shining Livena, which here we're going to translate it as a brick. Um, it usually means a stone, but a brick. And also like the et, the essence of the heaven in its purity. So he explains that the level of Tereshavik Sava called stones, 
which are a, a creation in the hand of heaven. And that's where it says, like, the essence of the heavens, um, that is, that's the level of Teresh Bixab. And then Teresh that is the Livna Sasapra, which it says here is this, uh, brick that's made through man from the ground, uh, from the earth of the ground, but it's just made to be like stones. And therefore, these two levels of bread are the two levels of Netzach and Hud, just like a bracha on the bread of the ground is, begins with the bracha. It's Nestakin. With Noida Lacha, Noida means to, the level of acknowledgement, the same with Tersh is the level of Ihi Bahaid, um, which is the level of Haid, uh, like the bracha, uh, and like the blessing of the bread on the heaven, that was established by Moshe Rabbeinu, which is the bracha of, 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 of sustenance. The same way, Tersh is in the level of Netzach, which is the, the Nekuda of a Chirik, as we said before, Lach Mi, which is the level, the, the little point and nullification because Netzach is ultimately a, bre- a branch of wisdom and Moshe is the level of Netzach of Chachma of Abba, which is similar. And therefore, what is the meaning now of take my bread with your bread? That means that there has to be, that the involvement in the older Torah has to be with the same sake of Torah, that it should be that your bread should also be the level of my bread, that you should become one, one should become one with the other to a complete unity of one. And that's what it says, and we'll understand this from what it says in another place in Parshat Bereshis, an idea of the two first brachas of marriage, which one is Yitzra Adam, the one who forms man. The other one is the one who formed man, which is a little bit different blessing. Um, that there, they're both, they're connected to the written Torah and the oral Torah. And therefore, the bracha of Asher Yatzar also finishes with the word Baruch, as you should look there. And if we understand here that this is the same idea that the, the, the picking up of these two breads on Shavuos. Because the written Torah and the oral Torah are also called a chasan and a kala, a bride and a groom. And for example, for to have a unity between a bride and a groom, you have to first have a marriage, which is a level of a chuppah, which is a canopy that surrounds both of them. And that's the idea of the crown that was crowned by his mother. That means the level of crown, that's the level of the crown of above, which is higher than the two breads, which they are the netzach and hoid, as we said, he is a netzach and she is in hoid. And that's the idea that you lift up the two breads to bring them up to its source in this surrounding light, which is the level of this crown and kessler. And through that, you're able to bring a unity and you're able to draw down from the written Torah into the oral Torah, as explained in other places about this in Parshat Bracha and the Mirmasko Teretziva, like we mentioned before. And look also what it says with regard to Lecha Mishnah on Shabbos, that with having the double bread, also these two breads, they ascend, and they go to a level that's higher than both. I say, but this crown, to, 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 to attain it, to see it, you first have to have it that says, and that you have to go out and see. But we have to go out from where? So they say, to go out from Atzillus. To where? To the court, to the, to the chambers of Bria, which is lower. But she says, this is really not understood. How is it that in the chambers of Bria, you're able to see the, the, the crown? But, the, the, and you, but you cannot see it from Atzillus itself. Isn't Bria so much lesser than Atzillus? What you could see in Bria, for sure you should be able to see in Atzillus. And we already explained about this above. That that's similar to what it says, that from the distance Hashem is seen. I see Hashem from the distance. So the same way from the distance. But here the, uh, the Rebbe says, we could say another another explanation that we see similar in Priyat Chaim with regard to the intent of Shema, that we don't have the power to arouse Abba Ve'ema, the level of Chacham Bina and their unity, uh, when we're in the level of Atzilus, only when we're lower at a level of Bria. That means there's certain things that we can accomplish at a lower level that we can't accomplish at a higher level. And we'd say this is similar to what the Chacham say in the Gemara. It says that Manasha, um killed Yeshaya. 
And Rav says that he made a judgment and he killed him. What was a judgment? He said, Moshe, your teacher, he said, no man could see me and live. And you said that I'll see God. And was Yishai said in Nevoah that I'll see God. And he's saying, you're arguing with Moshe that said that no man could see me and live. So Gemara then asked, but still, there's a question of the Dutzukim that they clash one with the other. And he said, the Gemara answers, it says, we learned that all the prophets, they look through a a, 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 a magnifying glass, or a, 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 sorry, they look through a, 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 a glass that didn't shine. On the other hand, Moshe Rabbeinu, he looked through a, 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 a glass that did shine. So when we talk about a magnif- a glass that shines, the idea is it's a direct glass that's clear. It's used either as a telescope or it's used as a magnifying glass. But the idea is that you could see what's in front of you and maybe even clearer sometimes. On the other hand, a, 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 a glass that you can't see in a second, he'll translate it as being a shvigel, as being a, a, a mirror, meaning it has a little, it's, 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 it's darkened. And therefore, not only maybe sometimes you can't see it all in front of you, but even if you do see a little, mainly you're also going to see that which is behind you and what is beyond. So you could see a different distance. So he said, explain the, the discrimination in other places. That when you're talking about the, the shining glass, that's, for example, a glass that's very shiny, that through it and with it, you're able to see even the distance. And you see the thing itself and its very essence. But on the other hand, the, the glass that doesn't shine, that's a glass that's called a spiegel, which is called a mirror, that has a, a thin uh, covering on the glass. And therefore, you can't see through it. And through it, and not, not with it, could you see the thing that you're looking at. Only you could see its form. You could see it's, it's, it's something that's similar to it because you see a reflection of it. And therefore, it's called a spaklari shayna mirror. It's a glass that doesn't shine because you don't see through it at all the actual thing. On the other hand, with a shining glass, where you see the actual thing before you in a, in a real way. But yet, with this glass that doesn't shine, you're able to see at least the form even of something that you can't see at all through a, uh, a shining glass. Just as you could see yourself through a mirror and you could see behind you what you can't see when you're looking through a regular glass. And so actually, um, I, just scientifically today, they have these telescopes like, uh, let's say, uh, um, I think Hubble tele- telescope or other things like that, which through them, it's actually a set of mirrors that actually don't see directly, but they, they gauge uh, or they feel a lot of different things that are going up in space or whatever it is. And through these different, uh, um, um, uh, filters and, 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 and mirrors, et cetera, they're able to get a vision, so to speak an understanding of something that with a regular glass you would never be able to see. So he says, only thing is that you see the, the form. You don't see the actual thing. In other words, when you don't see yourself in the mirror, you see a reflection of yourself in the mirror. But in a, a glass that shines, you can't see it at yourself at all. And you can't see it behind you, so to speak. And look at Parshat Ve'era, about the idea of Esparklaya Me'ira and Shaina Me'ira. And look at Kunazera and it's a bunch of other places that he brings down. So he says, Moshe ben Avashalom, he saw with a shining glass, which through that, a clear glass, which through that you see the thing itself. And at such a level, you can't see God and live. And then the other prophets, who they only saw through a glass that's not shine, that doesn't, that's not clear. That's what all the prophets, they gave the prophecy, Bekoi. Koi means there, which different than Moshe, that he did it bezet, which means this, and look in, in, in a mind, but the meaning of koy is that it's kid musenu, like our form. And this is what it says, adama, in the hands of the prophets, there was a vision. It was visionary. It was, it was not actual seeing. 
But therefore they were able to see something even higher that wasn't able to descend and be revealed through the direct light. As we said before in this example. And therefore in truth, Yeshaya said, I will see God. That means in In the same way we'll understand what it says, go out and see that this level of the crown, which is a level of Kesar, it can't be seen and it can't be grasped, but a level of a of a, of a, of a, of a glass that, that is clear and she shines only if to go out and see through a level of the glass that's not clear. And through that, you could see and look at the crown. And it's known also the difference between Moshe and the other prophets that Moshe saw from the world of Atzillus through that which had passed through the world of Bria. In other words, it didn't actually get affected by the world of Bria, that which he saw from Atzillus. So it was just like that pass-through, a conduit. On the other hand, there's other prophets, they saw in Atzillus through a complete enclosing which within Bria. That means what the prophet saw was really Bria. Through Bria, they could understand what they were seeing in the, in the world of Atzillus. But it, 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 it was through it. Okay, so he says, um, let's give an example for this. Um, I think that with DNA, a person can figure out the blood of their parent, probably. But it's not the parent's blood. In your blood, there is the parent's blood. On the other hand, your parents' blood themselves has their blood themselves. Th- that's the same idea here. That the way it comes, it goes through. If it's just passing through, you're seeing that I'm holding in my hand something from before. But if it actually comes and gets digested in me, yes, through tests or whatever, I could find it. But it already has been impacted uh, by the world of that it loves me, which is basically, in this case, Bria. And look at Shire Kla- uh, in, in, uh, in, uh, and I don't know this Rasha Tevis here. And also and then about the Avis Samosha. And according to this, it's understood that the revelation of Atzillus, which is called the direct light, when it's through a complete enclosing within Bria, that's called a, a glass that's not shining. And if so, it comes through, comes out very well. The idea that go out from Atzillus to go into the worlds of Bria, and specifically there you'll see that means they threw a, a light, a, a glass that's not shining. Um, which is, uh, to what we said before, the idea of going down from Atzillus and Tabriya. And the same way we also understand what it says in Priyat Chaim, with regard to Shema, that that is the level of Sparkar Shein and Meira, that the, uh, that the, that's, this is a light that's not, the glass that's not clear, that the sight that you see comes from the level of a returning light, the reflective light, because of the fact that there's a little, um, 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 covering that's blocking the light in this glass, and it's not letting you see through it. And that is the level of Avaida, the level of with all your might. And because of the concealment of the, the animal soul, it becomes a strength of love, which in a level of ma'id, which is a, 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 a overzealous, overexcited, with over with greater strength because it overcame the negative. And through that specifically, you arouse, you arouse above, even higher, and that's where it says, Arinius Marayich, and this level is when we're specifically in Bria, as we explained before, that you are black but beautiful, that specifically when the Malchus descends into Bria, that's where you become the level of Kala, that you have a thirst and a total expiration to God, as you could see there. And look also in the Marayat Salaman, and the meaning of Mashvei, that from your actual land is where you should bring the, 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 the bread for the uplifting of the two breads and shvuas, which he says that's the level of Shema, but Shema is the level, as we said before, Meyushav is when you're sitting, can let, let, similar to the word Meyushav, the places of your dwelling, that's in there specifically, we are able to pick up the Lechem, the bread, to take it where, specifically from the level of Meyushav and the Meyushav, the Shema, which is in Bria, are we able to assess, ascend to the level of the Atar, the crown itself, and that is for the reason we said before, that specifically through there we could reach even higher.